0: Welcome in to latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas, joined in the studio by Craig Burley. We kick things off with a deal we've been talking about quite a bit over the last couple of days, and that is Jao Felix on his way to Chelsea. Uh, one step away, says a uh, marker from making that move to Stamford Bridge. For more on this, let's welcome in, shall we, uh, Don Hutchinson and Sid Lowe. Sid, I'll tell you what, Atleti must feel like they've to watch, haven't they? Getting all this money for a player who doesn't get on with a manager.
1: Uh, I think they're pleased with the solution given the situation they're in. Okay, So given the situation in which they thought they've got a problem here, they've got a player that doesn't get on particularly well with a the manager, they've got a player that hasn't particularly performed very well and they've got a short-term solution. But they're not happy about this. They're not happy, A, that it hasn't succeeded and then they're also not particularly happy that this isn't a longer-term solution. And essentially, of course, this is a product of the fact that there weren't clubs out there prepared to spend a lot of money on him now. So are Atletico Madrid happy? Cautiously, to have found a way of resolving an immediate problem. But they haven't resolved a longer-term problem, which is, what do you do with Jal Felix? How do you make this work? And if you don't make it work, how do you recuperate some of the money that you spent on him? Because let's not forget the fundamental thing, and this is, of course, what conditions absolutely everything else, is that Jal Felix cost them €126 million, and they haven't got that kind of money.
0: So the suggestions that he's going to sign a new contract at Atleti, can you confirm that? Where's that coming from?
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Uh, that's in a way of... Uh, there's a very simple way of looking at this, and that's about amortisations, our old friend amortisations, which, which kind of bamboozles us. But in terms of the way that La Liga financial rules work, the, the, the value of a player's contract and the transfer fee is spread over the distance of his contract. Essentially, what this means is that the 50... Oh, I must confess, I've forgotten the figure. I think it's 56 million euros that are still left for Atletico to amortise. It's not, not to say that they still left to pay them, but they're still left to put them through the accounts will be spread over for longer time. By by extending this contract, you say you've got longer to pay that money off or to, to, to pay that money off through the books. So really, it's, it, it's a way of resolving the, the pressure, the financial pressure that you're under in terms of your accounting, mm-hmm. rather than a way of saying we're definitely keeping this guy. Now, that's not to say that Atletico won't keep him. If things change, they will be in a position where they would be happy to keep him if it worked. But this is about this is about accountancy. It's not about anything else, really. Okay, let's. Why uh, did
2: you ask him that question? What do you mean? Well, I didn't, I didn't want to hear that because I'm, I'm more confused now than when we started this.
0: Well, that's where you get to <laughs> listening to the answer. I, I was just singing I was
2: saying a little song a in my
0: head when Sid was talking. It was nice. It was, <laughs> wasn't this, We have
3: a wonderful <laughs> way to do
2: it in La Liga.
0: Right, Sid. Here we go. Let's keep it simple. <laughs> ah, let's, let's try. try. Ready? Oh. Ready? Will John Felix be a success at Chelsea?
1: This is the question everyone always asks. It's the question to which I would love to say I've got a clear answer, but I haven't. And the evidence of what's happened at Atletico Madrid so far would be to say that the answer is yes and no. That we will see some good performances from him, but maybe not enough. That it will depend on where you're setting the bar in terms of what counts as success or not. Because Atletico Madrid, this is one of the difficult things about judging Jao Felix's time in in Spain. You can't say he's been a total failure. But you definitely can't say he's been a success either. And so if you're saying, does this work at Chelsea? Now, And I I say this, by the way, from a position of someone who has watched him at Atletico Madrid, not a position of someone who is watching Chelsea and looks at where he will fit in at Chelsea, Okay. So this is purely about him. But I look at this and think, this really could go either way. And I suspect that the likely scenario is he will have five, six, seven, maybe eight games where he's absolutely brilliant and a lot of games where he doesn't really get noticed.
0: Where's his best position, Sid?
1: I think he's a second striker. Uh, I think he needs to be pretty close to the penalty area. I, I think he needs to have the freedom to move. I think he needs to have the freedom to, to pick the ball up and go at people, but not from too deep. I think at times with Atletico Madrid, he's either been too deep or too wide. I think he needs to play off a striker rather than be the sole striker, but I think he needs to be near them. Um, so, so I suppose you could call him a traditional number 10, but it's not quite that because he's not really about the filtered pass. He's more about the, the playing with another forward. Um, and so that would, that would, I think, be the ideal position for him. And, and of course, you guys who are the experts, not me, will tell me whether that's <coughs> really plausible at Chelsea. I must admit, looking at the Chelsea squad, it doesn't look that likely to me.
2: Well, they have to play off Havertz or, there is a say, Young. Broja is injured, yep. youngster. Uh, I'm intrigued to watch how he does at Chelsea. I mean, he has to, he doesn't have... For his career, he has to make something work consistently soon. If he wants this move, and we believe he does, I mean longer term, if he wants a club to pay a reasonable fee that Atleti feels reasonable, they're never going to recoup what they paid for him, uh, but if he wants to get it over the line then he's going to have to show in this period at Chelsea the A, Chelsea of the club, to come and pay that money. Or it's somebody else who's watched him in this six-month period and they're prepared to pay the fee. So it's a big period for him. He goes to a club that really are desperate for his services. But he also is looking for a, a platform to consistently showcase his skill away from the constraints that have been Diego Simeone.
0: Don, we know that you love Jao Felix. You've banged on about it quite a lot over the years. But mm. what makes you think that he's guaranteed to be a success at Chelsea when even when he's been given the opportunity, at Atleti, as Sid said, we've only really seen flashes of brilliance?
4: I could say it with no confidence because I watched the player and I know there's a player in there, but his numbers are not amazing. We all, we all watch our Felix and we know he's a talented player. You know, he can go left, he can go right, he's got great vision, he can take players on, he's got great skill factor. But Sid might correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he's ever got over 10 goals a season. I don't think he's even got over 10 assists a season. Now the way to get the best out of Simeone, in my humble opinion, is to change the manager up there to go Madrid. Because I watched some players at the, at the World Cup like Rodrigo de Paul, sensational. I watched uh, Antoine Griezmann, sensational. I watched a couple of games when Ronaldo wasn't playing, that I thought Jao Felix was very, very good. Yet these guys seem to be stifled under Simeone. I've watched them in the Champions League so many times, and I've seen, I've seen Jao Felix also like, o- almost playing on the left-hand side, but really deep as a sort of left wing-back or a left-back. And I'm like, that's not his position. He's a number 10. So then you fast-forward the potential move to Chelsea, and you go, they've got a million number 10s there. So even though he's a talented player and he looks great, his numbers sort of don't back that up. So I was always suggesting I wondered what he'd be like under Guardiola because he would get the best out of him. So going to Chelsea, I honestly think, Dan, it's a toss of a coin. He could
2: be great, he might bomb. It just has to be better than what they've got for starters. But one of the intriguing things for me is you mentioned the loan fee, the salary. What if? It's the glass half full, and, he, and it's not working from... Where does that leave Graham Potter? Is he in full control to say, right, well, you're not, you haven't played well for four games, you're not playing. Right. Where does that sit with the board who have made this decision? A small, short-term, but relatively heavy financial decision. So I think we're going to find out about the control that, that Graham Potter has.
0: Uh, Sid, meanwhile, of course, uh, Simeone mentioned there by Don. Suggestions maybe he could be going at the end of the season. I suppose it's Jao Felix's like dream uh, scenario, isn't it? Go to Chelsea, shine there, come back, new manager comes in at Atleti, off we go
1: it's a natural conclusion that a lot of people have drawn of course is that, is that if you do a loan deal because you're dealing with an immediate problem it's because there's some hope that in the midterm or the long term that problem goes away and now that problem can go away by Jao Felix suddenly becoming absolutely amazing every week or it can go away by the man that he feels constrained by also departing now we could be here all night discussing the various culpabilities, Jao uh, Felix uh, Diego Simeone, the club itself uh, Jorge Mendes, the, the, the agent that brought him to the club in the first place the way that that kind of conditioned everything around because we shouldn't forget something this is a guy that came in with six months worth of top level experience I think it was 26 games with Benfica a 19 year old for 126 million now there's a problem at inception there There's a problem from the very, very start that conditions absolutely everything. Imagine we'd had exactly these same performances from Jal Felix, but for a player who'd cost 35 or 40 million euros. We wouldn't be talking in the same terms. The degree of pressure wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't have been hurried through in the same way. We wouldn't have had that sense of the player believing that he needs to play all the time because he's a superstar in the same way. You might not have had a a manager who feels kind of constrained by it in the same way. But yes, to, to, to go back to your fundamental point, I think most of us assume... And it's always slightly risky to make this assumption that Jao Felix quite likes the idea of staying at Atletico Madrid if there is a different manager there.
0: Is Memphis Depay going to move then to Atleti from Barcelona to kind of fill that void left by Felix, (laughs) Sid?
1: Well, I don't know about you, but there's a bit of me that just sort of looks at Barcelona and thinks, think really carefully about this now. okay? think really carefully about this. The last time you allowed a striker to leave you because you didn't think you needed him and you let him go to Atletico Madrid, he won them the league. Funny enough, the time before that, that you allowed a striker who was getting on a bit, who you weren't sure you really needed to go to Atletico Madrid, David Villa... He won them the league. So just, just be a bit careful about this. Now, obviously, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a 13 or is it a 14-point gap between Atletico Madrid and Barcelona now. So it would take something extraordinary from Memphis Depay to, to win them the league. That's not going to happen. But I think they'll need to be cautious about it. That said, on the face of it, this is a no-brainer. If Atletico genuinely want him, if he wants regular minutes, Barcelona aren't going to find those minutes for him. Look at the weekend's game against Atletico Madrid, funny enough. You've got Robert Lewandowski suspended. What do you do? You start with Ansu Fati. When you take Ansu Fati off, you put Ferran Torres on. In other words, even with Lewandowski out, there are two number nines playing ahead of you. If you're Memphis Depay, you want out and you want out quickly. Uh, Memphis Depay then rumored to make that move from Barcelona
0: to Atletico Madrid. Meanwhile, Sid, uh, of course, over the last couple of days, Gareth Bale announced his retirement from football, picked up in the newspapers uh, in England. Take a look at the backstages. Golf, golf, golf in that order. I lived the dream. Uh, Wales, golf, Madrid retired, of course, uh, playing on the wording of that famous flag that he displayed after a Wales uh, victory. Uh, Sid... Gareth Bale, his legacy at Real Madrid. I don't think there are many players, are there, that have played at Madrid that would leave such a complicated legacy?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not easy, is it, to put your finger on this? Because let's look at the basic facts, shall we? This guy's won three league titles... Five European (laughs) Cups. He scored over 100 goals for Real Madrid. He scored arguably the greatest goal in European Cup final history. He scored arguably the greatest goal in Copa del Rey final history. And yet somehow it feels like we're not sure. And there are a lot of Madrid fans who are not sure. And I think with time, maybe people say this guy's been absolutely extraordinary. I think with time, those magical moments, because it, he is a player of moments maybe rather than consistent performances, although I would argue that his second season and his third season were really, really quite good until the injury in the third season. Uh, sorry, uh, second season, uh, third season and fourth season until the injury in the fourth season. But it's true that there was, there was kind of more moments maybe the consistency. And it's also true, of course, that in truth, His Real Madrid career was a couple of years too long, Uh, and maybe had he gone a couple of years ago when he had that chance to move to China and he wanted to go and Real Madrid wouldn't let him, maybe it would have been easier to kind of build, if you like, a response to him that was more positive. But people are are, are kind of uneasy about it. They're They're undecided about it. I personally think he's been an absolutely colossal success, but it is true that would have been the case two years ago and nothing's changed since.
2: Well, I absolutely love that goal in the Copa del Rey. The Partridge one. Yeah, I mean, I think we just have to accept there are people in life who rub people up the wrong way, and we just have to accept yeah. that.
0: So we say in the mirror every day. <laughs> That's right, I'm looking for <laughs> Listen. From one person who rubs people up the wrong way to another. S- what- S- if we were to go to, to a Real Madrid supporter, and obviously we're talking in general here, which is unfair because everyone has, has different opinions, we would say those positive. Five Champions Leagues, La Ligas the goal of the Copa del Rey, what would they say in contrast to that as to why he isn't up there with the Ronaldo's, the Raul's, you know, the big, big Real Madrid boys?
1: I, I think the main thing is the fact that you're talking about supporters. So, of course, one of the things that supporters want beyond everything else is the idea that this guy was really committed to your club. The idea that this guy really cared, the idea that this guy gave absolutely everything, and I think one of the one of the criticisms levelled against him, and I'm, by the way, I'm not necessarily saying I agree with this, and I, I think at times that criticism was heavily, heavily overplayed. But I think from a fan's perspective, the argument would be, but he didn't really care, he wasn't really about us, and I suppose this all boils down to you mentioned it, Dan, and, and I'm reluctant to mention it away because it becomes kind of almost too easy, but I think there's an element of truth in it. It boils down to that banner, doesn't it? that idea of Wales Golf Madrid that I think some Real Madrid fans will, will feel that they were not high on his list of priorities and that I suppose fundamentally is the counter argument from them I suspect that with time they'll look back and they'll go remember that goal in Kiev my goodness remember hmm. what he did in Lisbon I personally would argue that in Milan the, the European Cup final they win in Milan the second one against Atletico Madrid that season for me he was Real Madrid's best player not Cristiano Ronaldo it's- he was now I know it's, it's only the- one of the many seasons he was, he was there but he was
0: You mentioned that goal in Kiev, obviously arguably one of the best ever in the Champions League final. But what doesn't help his cause is that immediately after that goal, on the pitch afterwards, he's saying, I want to play every game, I'm going to think about my future here at this club. And you think, really? Is that the time? Is that the time you really need to be saying these sort of things?
1: No, absolutely. You're right, of course. And that, that, that was a, that's a very, very big part of, of it. And then people wondering whether that was a time. And, you know, let's put this into context. Uh, Gareth had not played all the way through the spring. And throughout the spring, he, he wasn't starting games. He didn't really understand why. He didn't want to talk to the manager. He, did, he didn't think that it was his place to go and talk to the manager. And he couldn't understand why he wasn't playing. And, and put bluntly, he goes into that pitch annoyed. He goes on that pitch thinking, all oh, right, I'll show them. No, obviously he <laughs> shows them in a pretty good way. But at the end of the game, that, that kind of feeling, that sense of self, um, that sense of vindication is still there. And, and I suppose he can't help it coming out. But you're right, a lot of fans thought kind of, come on, is this this really the moment to be doing this? Um, And, 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 you know, there were other moves that happened that summer, including some pretty big ones, but they don't come out immediately in the aftermath of the final. And you're right, that kind of thing doesn't go well. I think there are some very simple things he could have done which would have changed the fans' mentalities, and some of them are really quite superficial. But speaking Spanish, um, doing some of the really superficial stuff, maybe once in a while, kiss the badge, you know, some of those things that footballers do, even if they don't really mean it, could have helped him. And he didn't do it. Because one of the things about Gareth is he was kind of very much his own man. And he sort of wasn't interested in what he saw as the nonsense that surrounded the, the, the just playing of the game.
2: I mean, he said what he said in the final after it because he was annoyed. And, and these things happen. We're just kind of picking. Are we, are we just. No, picking, I don't think, I don't well, think well, we're picking. We just, no, it, because then it happens. Cristiano Ronaldo
0: leaves. You're supposed to be the main man. And you're not the main man. You don't step don't up. You don't play We're no thought, just picking up.
2: This man instead used the word "colossus." This man has had a colossus colossal career most definitely and we've sat for two days now, and other media outlets are doing the same thing, and all we 're doing is picking out. The suddenly, silly, negative stuff. No, but I think it has a reason as to why he isn't
0: heralded as one of the greats at Real Madrid. And that's what we're, that's and, what, and, that's and what we're trying to I dis- I discover here. Right. I know you like Gareth Bale. I know no, you're I, a I, I, apologist. I so you do. You've I always, do not you've like, always listen, up for I Gareth I do Bale, not always, like And that's well, fine. Well, well, you I, admire him and that's cool. But what he did didn't help his cause I'm not in being apologist. Late. what you're
2: talking about. I don't apologise for any player over another. I admire somebody with the skill set to achieve... Something I would never have been able to achieve as a player, those Champions League, those goals, those overhead kicks, those Copa del Rey final winners or whatever they were, I admire that, I don't condone some of the other behaviour but I just feel now, Gareth Bale has retired, let's concentrate on all the stuff that happened towards the end of his career because none of the rest of it happened. He doesn't care whether Real Madrid fans see him as a Di Stefano or whatever. He doesn't care, I would imagine, if he's in the top five players of British football of all time. They're all discussing it. This guy, to me, frankly, does not care. No, I understand that. But
0: I think it's just an interesting discussion for a man who's won more than any other British player. right. That he's not in that conversation as one of the greats. He is in conversation. It, well, it, it, within the support group People want the team him. where he had all that success. People want to take... And t- why is that? And I
2: think that's what we're just discussing now. People want why. to take him out the conversation.
0: No, I don't think they do. I think they
2: just want to have a discussion as to why. Because what happened at Southampton, what happened at Tottenham, and what happened in the early days or earlier days of Real Madrid have somewhat, in some people's eyes, been nullified... Because he had a very antagonistic, I, don't
0: I, I call don't think, attitude. I don't think anyone has nullified what he's achieved. I think what they have done is asked, did he achieve as much as he could have? Yes.
2: Well, have we put, we've put a graphic up in the last two days it no, was list as long as your arm. No, I know it's as long as that, but could he have kept
0: going? Could he have, you know, kept that sort of standard no. up if he was still as dedicated, no. if he wanted? Well, it's
2: not about dedication. It's about whether you enjoy uh, what you're doing... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're, well, it's the, not dedication. He fell of love, it. and, and he had injuries. And like, we we can talk. And, like, I don't agree about you know going away from leaving the games before full time, all this kind of stuff. I don't I don't agree with that. But as I said on yesterday's show, sometimes if you're fighting injuries, it just gets you down. Uh, let's bring Let's bring Don in. Don. I, I think I think it's
4: relative, Dan. To be honest, I, I think he was ill-advised with the fan out. It was silly. I mean, Sid's right. I mean, just play the game. You know, after the final, kiss the shirt, do whatever you've got to do. Make sure when you leave Real Madrid, you're leaving a legacy behind. And he has done with what he's won and how he's played. But it's still, I think, not to me, and I don't think to Craig or Sid or yourself, but to Real Madrid fans. To them, it probably feels a little bit sour. Because he should be ranked in what he's done and how he's played in the career he's had. He should be ranked as one of the greatest players of all time in what he's done. I mean, show me a player, apart from a Real Madrid player, that's won five Champions Leagues. It's only Real Madrid players that have won it. Show me a a player that's won what he's won and scored the most important goals in the very biggest of games. He should be at their museum. I've been at their museum years ago and I've seen Steve McManaman in there. You know, scoring goals and championships. What was he doing in there? Lauded, absolutely loved. Bale, Bale, no. Bale should be in the side. I don't know if he will be. I don't know if he will be. I don't know if Real Madrid will hold Gareth Bale to such esteem. He should be. But you're right in what you're saying. Like the 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 banner was just ridiculous. The banner was so ill advised. If you're Gareth Bale, what are you doing standing behind that banner thinking like you're going to put Real Madrid last? You know, everybody's
2: come out on top (laughs) of the Real Madrid fans and everybody's... This is the thing we live in a world where there's a multitude of different characters. If everybody was the same and we all made the same decisions, you know, and we're all, everybody was squeaky clean. But he could have played the game, though. Craig, he could have played the game a little bit better. Well, he didn't want to... Uh, look, he wasn't interested in the end in playing the game. And my Unless po- it was for Wales. My point is... Well, he wasn't playing a particularly good one for Wales at the end because he couldn't move. But my, my point is, these things are far from perfect, granted. But there's a host of different characters in life and everybody makes decisions and different decisions... And we judge them as right and wrong, but right and wrong for who? Yeah. Right and wrong for us, or right and wrong for the person involved? And he was but happy in what right he though. was doing. I think so- Go on. I think I think Sid's right,
4: Greg, Craig. I, I think in time, when the dust settles and everyone looks back, and even the Real Madrid fans look back at how he played and what he's won, and it might be six months, it might be a year, whatever the timescale is, they'll realise how good he was.
0: I think, Sid, the thing that was just kind of great with Real Madrid fans overall is that for them it's just incomprehensible that you've got a Real Madrid player that doesn't have Real Madrid as their priority, hmm. as their number one. And I think that's what kind of struck them the way. most, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: for it. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and look, one of the, one of the things here is, is, is remember, as we were saying before, right, we're talking about fans. OK, so we're talking about people for whom this club is their everything. And, and, and they kind of want their players to be in a position where this club is their everything as well. And, and when they get the feeling that there is a player, however talented he is, who maybe doesn't think this club is their everything, then, then of course that grates it. And, and by the way, the better the player, almost the worse that is. So for example, let's take Gareth Bale as, as the example. You look at him and you go, that's the guy that just scored the most unbelievable overhead kick I've ever seen in the European Cup while in Kiev. Why did I watch him then spend five weeks doing nothing? When he can do that. Now, if you've got a player who can't do that, but he runs around a lot, you know that he's giving everything that he's got. But in a way, Gareth almost kind of set the bar too high, you know, because those moments were were so good that that creates, if you like, a degree of expectation or, or, or a demand of him that, that, it, that it's almost worse. And, and in the end, we come back to something very simple. We're talking about fans and we're talking about legacy and we're talking about memories, right? So you look at this and you say... Ask Real Madrid fans what they think, for example, of the British players who play for Real Madrid. And the response isn't just about how good were they? What do they win? It's about how did they make you feel every week when you went to the Bernabeu to watch them? How much did you feel like they loved being at Real Madrid? How, warm, how much warmth did you feel towards them? And that is why, contradictory though it sounds, a lot of Real Madrid fans will say, you know what, Steve Mann was amazing. Mm. Because Steve, well, by the way, Steve won two European Cups and two league titles. so he was incredibly (laughs) successful as well. But there was a sort of, there was a warmth there. They will look at David Beckham, who actually was part of the team that went three years in a row without winning anything, which is the worst run in 50 years at Real Madrid. And he was actually systemically, even though it wasn't David's fault individually, systemically part of the problem, that whole Galactico's idea. But they watched Beckham every single week fly into tackles seemed to care, stand in the centre circle at the end of the game Applaud all four sides of the ground when the rest of his teammates had already gone. They had this sense that Beckham knew what this was. This is Real Madrid and he embraced it. And he wanted us to know that he thought, yes, you're the biggest club in the world. And, And all of those kind of elements play into how a player is received. It's not just about how good he is. And I suppose in a way, that's the bottom line with Baylor. And in a way, it's almost worse that he was so good. But you say, well, that amazing bail that I've just seen, why have I spent three or four weeks not seeing it? Or why is he now sitting out? Why doesn't he seem to care? And that's the problem. And again, let me go back to something here. I'm talking about how the fans respond. I would, think, I would argue that some of that was very, very overblown and some of the media treatment of him was overblown and some of the politics around him, which he was sometimes aware of and sometimes not aware of, was deeply unfair. But those things condition the way that supporters look back on a player and his time at a club, even when... He wins, and let's say this again because it is just extraordinary, he wins five European Cups. It goes back
2: to characters. Yeah. Beckham, yeah. Beckham about his brand yes. and everything that goes with it. And that's
0: not unique with Real Madrid. That's, uh, that's every club across the board. And all fairness to
2: Macca he's a, been a friend of ours for, for, for a long time. Macca's a clever guy. He knows how to play the game. Yeah, And I don't mean play it on the field, play it off it. He knows how to make sure he's keeping everybody happy. It's abundantly clear that Bale's character... Is not interested in going down that road. And that's why it is difficult to judge when there are so many different characters. That's why it's quite an interesting conversation, isn't it? Uh,
0: Thank you very much, Sid. Uh, Gareth Bale won many Spanish Super Cups, I'm sure. He won't win this one, though, of course, as it kicks off this week. Real Madrid taking on Valencia. That is tomorrow, 2pm Eastern, on ESPN2 and ESPN+. And 24 hours later, Real Betis taking on Barcelona. The final will be on Sunday. Manchester United 3, Charlton 0 is how it finished at Old Trafford in that Carabao Cup quarterfinal a tie. Ten Hag side safely through to the semi final. Anthony opened the score early on and then a late brace for Rashford. Uh, Don with us still, we welcome in Stevie Nicol as well. Stevie, I suppose, what, is Rashford still the, the big story here?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to argue with the figures. Uh, seven goals in six games, I think you said there. Comes on and scores two uh, at the end. I'm not so sure if it's a little flattering for them. You know, coming on against a side like Charlton who who are trying to push forward and try to get numbers in the opposition's half, it makes it a lot easier for somebody of his ability and his pace. And clearly the... The last ten minutes in particular, United were going forward and looking as though they were going to kill the game with the second goal, which Rashford eventually did, and then I did a third. So, I think it's a little misleading, the fact that he's coming on and scoring two against Charlton. But at the end of the day, you can only put the ball in the back of the net, I guess. Uh, we can be a little more positive than Stevie about Rashford is his run of form, can't we, Tom?
4: <laughs> yeah, we can. He's a changed man. He was on fire. Um it wasn't by design. Um, I think Ten Hag looked at the team at half-time and then he looked at the performance probably about the hour mark and he's seen his side get sloppy. I, in an ideal world, he wouldn't want to put Casemiro on and Eriksen and Rashford preparing for the Man City game, but he had to because while it was 1-0 up to about 90 minutes, they were still in the game chart. never really looked like scoring, but once Rashford comes on, you know, he's getting his chances. Uh, he's a lot calmer in front of Gold Dan. He looks a completely different player. He's confident. Uh, he's sharp, he's lethal. The guy, I think, now, right here, right now, the form that he's in, he's in the form of his life. Uh, meanwhile, Val Weghorst, according to uh. reports, Craig, very
0: close to going to Manchester United. Of course, on loan at the seat test at the moment. Does this make any
2: sense in your eyes? <sighs> well, I don't, I don't see him as a Man United player, but if they need him for, for four or five months and... Let's be honest, they're putting their trust in this coach now uh, He's not somebody I think you'd look at and go Oh, he's going to do a job for Man United But they're lacking in that department Ronaldo left uh, He's a target man They can maybe work around them, Change the tactic and throw the ball in the box Get some crosses in So, I mean, as long as it's not costing a lot of money And there's no long-term obligation You've got to go with the manager, have you not?
3: Do you agree, Stevie? Yeah, I think so. He needs a body. Uh, he, you know, you can't rely on Marshall being Martial being fit, never mind scoring goals and playing well. So he needs a body. He knows wet well. He knows that Veghorst coming in, knows that this is a short term deal. He knows that Veghorst is is probably going to be excited to to come and play at United for a short spell. So it it, it does it does make sense. Uh, I'm 100% with Craig as far as the way United play does it suit? No but they need a body they need a centre forward and and he's somebody that Ten Hag obviously knows Veghorst and that's why he's bringing him in they need
2: somebody to the end of the season they're not going to go out and buy a player that they think is going to be for the next I don't know, five or six years and is going to pay stupid money You're not going to get that player till the summer. So what's the point of going out and taking anything that's longer term at this moment in time? Uh,
0: meanwhile, let's go back to the Carabao Cup, shall we? Because there was another quarter final today. Newcastle taking on at Leicester. And look at the scenes here at St James's. Absolutely loving life at the moment as a Newcastle fan. Uh, a sellout for this tie. Uh, they would see Newcastle dominate, but they'd have to wait until the hour mark to make the breakthrough
2: that would come through Dan Byrne. Yeah, it was actually a lovely little pace of the ball back into him from Joe Linton, I think it was. And then, yeah, he finishes it really, really well. A couple of touches. Leicester give it away here, which is not great. Probably indicative of their season. He gets through a couple of players. And then a little nutmeg, but brilliant finish. past Ward, who'd been excellent up until that point. Uh, Twelve minutes later, it's 2-0. Joe Linton with the goal. Yeah, I've not seen... You know, you saw those scenes before the game... I've not seen this place rocking like this. For Look at that like Joe Linton shirt as well. Yeah. That's brilliant. For quite a while. you know. Again here, nice little throw in. Pull your run off him. And then goes from the right side of the field all the way to the left. And Joe Linton finishes it off.
0: Uh, nothing going right for Leicester in this game. Jamie Vardy.
2: Yeah, again, they're defending. They're finishing. Kenny sums it up, really. Uh, this club needs uh, freshened up in terms of the playing staff.
0: Uh, Newcastle then through to the semi-finals with that victory. Don, we know one of the number of clubs that you support is Newcastle. You must be delighted with what's going on there at the moment.
4: Yeah, I stood on the terraces down at the Gallagher end as a boy. Um, Craig's right, there's a different feel about the place. I mean, it's, it's The colour there is magical before games. The atmosphere, home and away. Listen, if you're Man City, Man United, one or two other teams, you do not want to be going to St James's Park. I believe it's over two legs home underway, so it won't be at Wembley, so no team, and that includes Man City will want Newcastle in the draw, Man City went there in the Premier League, they found themselves 3-1 behind, Newcastle absolutely battered them, and City were great for the last half an hour and nicked the 3-3 so Newcastle now are a totally different side, with all that energy, atmosphere momentum, no one wants Newcastle That's Is that all Stevie's doing today? That's it Oh wow
2: what a laugh. He oh. came on, told us Rashford was hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <it>. oh, sorry. <laughs> and then you get Don, he's had a six-hour
4: shift.
3: look
2: <laughs> at <Come>
4: Stevie, <laughs> Stevie,
2: call Riley, he
4: wants
3: his life back. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, there well you I have had what, a, Stevie, had you a you tough day. I'm, I'm off the next two days. I'm off the next oh. two days as well, Don, so I had to just I just had to simmer you things down and get for ready for a couple of days off. You can't be getting paid for <laughs> this. Can't be. You <laughs> can't, <be. painful laughs> can't be getting paid for this. You <laughs> can't <laughs> be. this <It's all laughs> I've
0: got that some European. <laughs> uh, that is it. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen. Just a reminder, it's the NFC, of
3: course. <laughs> Newcastle are. Uh, don't, don't even bother asking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's with you throughout the week. Be sure to join us oh, of course, focus yeah. turns uh, to the Caramel Cup. And there is Championship action as well for you tomorrow. Nottingham Forest one oh, on, of the finals. Shut up, Stevie. I'm just going to go. Shut up, I'm just going to go. <laughs> <matches> the city. <laughs> Be sure to she- join us. Uh, Extra Time is next. Stay with us. Welcome in to the latest edition of Extra Time. Thank you, as always, for your tweets. Craig with us here in the studio. Don's had some problems. His mic fell off halfway through our live production of the Manchester United game, faffing around with that, and his earpods have died of battery. Uh, you don't see Don very angry until technology is involved.
4: Can't stand tech, Dan, I can't stand it. Oh, Steve no, Stevie, David
2: Platt. imagine Stevie's not no, good. No, you no, you can't stand Steve. No. Steve. You're much better. At least you can you, turn the computer are, on. You are... A tech wizard. Yeah, compared to that man, yeah. it is not that yeah, hard. Be how are
0: we, What's going on?
1: I'm just picturing Steve. I, I think Steve probably thinks a piece of paper and a pen is technologically a bit too advanced. So what, what does this thing do? How do, I, how, do, I, how, do I, how do I make lines on? How do I make lines on this paper here? He's got a magic pen um, I, at the moment. I'm not. I'm, I, 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 have you seen it? I, I'm not that bad, but there is nothing guaranteed to wind me up more than tech that fails. And one of the things that really gets me is how every single thing that you sign up for requires a username and a password. And every single one of them has a different criteria for the password. It's got to have a special oh, character. It's got to have a certain number of what letters. About, it's what got about that? I'm and, a and robot. I'm...
4: What the robot? The yes. robot one where you've got to tick the boxes.
3: Yeah. Wow. Uh, how this many different
4: really, have got a Our
2: demographic. To be honest with that, <laughs> old man shouting. <shall> <laughs> that's not that difficult. Pe- pick out the boxes where you see a kangaroo. Hey, right, but
1: Craig. Craig. Yeah. I got to asked fair, today. To be fair, Craig, Craig, I don't think it's designed to be difficult. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's designed to catch you out. I really don't. I don't, I don't, oh. I don't Craig, think that's the point here. Craig.
4: I got asked today to pick out the traffic lights right in about right. nine boxes, and I'm thinking <laughs> they're in all of them. They're in all of them. So I clicked all of them. It was like it wasn't. It went do it again, and I was like, all right, eight of them. And like, no, do it again. I was like, oh my god, like oh my god.
2: Well, just pick out the boxes <laughs> that, that you don't think
4: there's a traffic light in. But they lap, but they lap over, didn't they? They're a they lap over, and you go, does that count?
1: I don't want to alarm you. I don't want to alarm <laughs> you here, but I, I I I mean this is this is this is the, the famous opening words of someone who's fallen for the biggest scam in the world, right? But I was watching something on the internet the other day, right? And I don't want to alarm you, but those tick box things are not actually designed to check to see whether you're human because you know, they're designed to give them time to look around your computer. Oh no, Sid! Oh, we cannot endorse any out conspiracy to theories. They are out uh, to
0: the doctor Sidlow. I apologise for that, everybody. Just
2: a word: if the traffic light, if the, if the traffic light sort of leans into the other box, it's technically in that box. I wouldn't Is it? Uh, uh, do, you right,
1: what, if anyone, do you know what? Anyone? I reckon the people who invented the people who invented those things that said, "Are you a robot or not?" and check where the traffic lights are—they're the same people who invented the bar. That's what it is. It's like if uh, the line goes slightly into the other box, it's offside. You're not allowed to do it anymore. It's ruining okay. real life. Anyway, <laughs> right, right. old man, cloud. Right. Goes, if if like anyone
0: it. under 40 is still watching,
2: well done. Well <laughs> done, but Don, it's oh, no. not. There's another way to do this, Don. You can switch on your voice activation, and, uh, and when it says, "Are you a robot?", you can just. <laughs> He <laughs> can just say no. OK, Sid, just don't speaking say of
0: technology, when will ESPN send Sid a proper umbrella? You had umbrella issues again this weekend. La Liga had to loan you one, is that right?
1: No, I, no, no, to be fair, I didn't have umbrella this weekend, <laughs> issues this weekend. OK. Be- because La Liga loaned me one, I just had right. no umbrella, which I thought was better but you still than having the half umbrella I had You still time. have
0: this umbrella, Sid. You, had, you didn't just chuck it.
1: I uh, I, I don't know if it. I, I might have chucked it. No, well, I haven't chucked it, but I've kind of left it on the floor by the front door. So I'm hoping that someone else will decide. Do you know it, what this is. So you need a. You need
2: a. I know you're not. I don't think you're a golfer, Sid. But you need. It's a. It's a kind of golf umbrella no. you need there. Like, like a
1: big one. Yeah. They're obviously non. Yeah, but they're big. They're, they're big. It's quite hard. It's quite hard to well, stand. Yeah, there well, yeah, and then there's a reason a they're big. I mean, it
0: keeps the rain off. Can't you have someone to hold it for
1: you, Sid? Yeah. No. You see, this is the thing. I mean, you know, TV star, right? Someone should be there holding it for me, but it doesn't happen. Wow. Honestly, yeah. yeah, it's disgraceful. That's the
0: loosest, loosest term of TV star. Uh, Don, the <laughs> percentage <laughs> chance that Spurs can upset Arsenal in the North London derby this weekend? Was it North London derby as well, is it? Yeah. yeah so wow. Living.
4: Where is it? North think London. it's at Tottenham, I think. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the way Tottenham <laughs> are playing I mean the script yeah, it's is written first. they go
2: behind yeah. there script. you go the
4: is written they'll go behind might be one might be two then they'll react then they might get something out of the game Antonio Conte will be defensive I reckon 60-40 against well they didn't
3: oh, go wow. behind. Hey, okay. they didn't,
2: they didn't? hey they didn't 60-40 hey they didn't go man. behind at Palace Don no no that's true Palace well, yeah. well,
4: nil-nil. Oh. well nil-nil well nil-nil that's the best they've got for a while
2: all right um, have we been told about that game as yet? No. It's at Spurs. I, saw, I mentioned it in oh, did time. you join this thing? Yeah. Well, I was. No, it's just that I was listening to the book. For boy. Craig, how long do you.
0: How long. <laughs> ah, I can't I, speak. Well, no, somebody's written this. Ah. Right, so how would you. I, was, laugh so no, no, right, Read that then. What? Read that. I've got my glasses. Read it for Craig. How long do you... What? Well, I can't
2: imagine. See, see, it doesn't make sense. Laughing at me. <laughs> no, 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 For Craig. How long do you da- Right, You're right. Yes. Thank you very much. We should, right. <laughs> we should not. We should not let tweets on this show that are we so should, grammatically wrong. We should not.
0: Let, you always got that grammatically
2: wrong. Oh, I didn't. For Craig. No, I didn't. How long? Is that a word. It, grammatically. Yeah. It, yes. That is a well done grammatically. It's grammar here? We we we, uh, we 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 are very hot on on correct grammar. For Craig, how long do
0: you think this Todd Bowley shopping spree is sustainable and justified? They need a proper number nine, which Felix is not, and spending over eleven million for six months is bonkers.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all a bit like the. Uh, the, the, the kid that walks into the, the toy shop for the first time. And it's new ownership. You didn't like that analogy? <laughs> I don't know where you are going with that analogy. No, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I just managed to get... Into, I, I thought we were going... Until you laughed, I thought I got it over the line. I thought we were going to the candy shop. In the candy shop, isn't it? No, I went and decided to go to the toy shop. Right, that but right. I was scrambling in my head. And I saw you looking at me and I thought, I'm in a bit of trouble here. <laughs> yeah. So I just need to blag it. Right. Uh yeah, it's a scattergun approach, as I've said, and it remains to be seen. And they brought all these other guys in behind the scenes. This recruitment head of this recruitment head of that recruitment. And is it a case? Oh. i think not this one. OK, here we go. Too many cooks oh. to spoil the broth.
0: There we go. Beautiful. Love it. We got there in the end. I, uh, Sid, you're very noisy on your bean, bean bag. Yeah, Sid. You're, you're putting... Craig
1: off his fantastic. I'm trying to. It I dropped this yeah. thing. I, dro- I dropped the microphone. I was trying to work out whether Craig was talking about cooks in a kitchen, a toy yeah. shop, a sweet yes. shop, and, and, and obviously I dropped the mic. I dropped the microphone. So yeah, okay. Sorry about that. And
2: it really put. And it really. Pu- I was. I, said, so you, you I, can- I was steaming. Even that's going to be wrong. I was full steam ahead. It's been a long day, right? Like, a, we had a live show before this. Yeah, yeah I was working with him. But that Don ruined. Don, Don, I came on air. We came on air for the last two minutes to wrap it up. Don never had his mic on. We had to blag well, for 90 seconds. Right, right. Wow. So anyway, I
4: was no more. Yeah, kid I'd blame the cameraman or woman. I'd blame the cameraman <laughs> or woman for
2: zooming in on me while I'm doing my mic.
3: You're Give me, me a, a second cameraman man
2: or woman. We didn't zoom in. We just cut you up. We were hoping for some uh, anyway. Right, questions. Sid,
0: this is interesting. Sid, what is stadium food like in Spain? How does it compare to the UK or even the US? Doesn't exist, does it?
1: What is what, what, is what food, food like? Food.
0: Stadium food. Stadium food. Oh, stadium
1: food. Most stadiums, most stadiums. You're lucky if you get a, a ropey hot dog or some popcorn or something like that. Um, some stadiums do it better. The best place in Spain is Leganés in the second division, where they do these great hot panfeta sandwiches and a bowl or lomo sandwiches, basically, basically thick bacon, and that's pretty good.
0: Sid, have you been to sporting events here in the US?
1: Uh, I saw the last ever game. Oh god, I'm going to get this wrong now. Having just been all smart and pleased with myself, I saw the last ever game. Well, I tell you what,
2: you, you think the about that my the, mate.
1: of the giant of, of the giants in the in the in the stadium they were in whenever they were left it. What was it? Eight nine years ago? Ah, oh, there you go.
0: Because what struck me here is when you go to sporting events here, it's more about the food and the drink that is actually about what what's going on on the pitch. Everyone's wandering around. Yeah, eating that's this because that of the stuff. sports
1: are rubbish.
2: Well, <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's any, good, culture, That wouldn't be the case, it? It?
1: But That's it. But How, I mean, why wouldn't I've you have so pa- got myself in trouble Sorry? now. I'm going to get destroyed. What, what, for that.
2: What, pa- paella. Why is there no
0: paella at the games? <laughs> you just—it just—it just, it just, it just, it just it doesn't exist. It's not like burger bars. Nothing. No. No. nothing. And, and well, I mean, there are.
1: It. There are. But do you know? Do you know what the big one is? Right. And, and those. If you've ever been to a game in Spain, you'll know this. The big one is the sunflower seeds. Yes. And it's an incredible skill to be able to open a sunflower seed get the seed out and spit out the shell all in one go and Spaniards are brilliant at it and you will go if you walk around the stadium after a game is finished in Spain you will see piles and piles of sunflower seeds everywhere it's like that that scene in the Dan Aykroyd film is it Dragnet where he's, he's on the stakeout and he's chucking the monkey monkey nut shells out the car with door out the car window and he can't get the door open when he tries to get out anyway it's like that all around the stadium I was told and I promise this isn't made up that when Valencia went to play Man United in the Champions League, this must be the best part of 15, 20 years ago now, that pet shops in Trafford Sold out of rabbit food Because Spaniards went in there Looking for sunflower seeds And it was the only place They could buy them <laughs> There you, you go Have you that film? There you go No No me neither No I
2: haven't Hey um, I've got a business idea Right, got, I'm flying over Naked Gun not
1: Dragnet I've been told off air That it was Naked Gun not Dragnet I apologise oh, for getting My, my, my wrong parody film Naked Gun is film I'm seen Naked Gun Is it is a kid in a toy classic. shop Or
2: <laughs> is it a chef in yeah. a toy shop I yeah. mean I don't, I don't right. know I said What the hell is it Bovril. In Spain. Well, I'm mixing up your cold, you're it? mixing
1: up your metaphors, what, you know... What, you don't yeah. want a hot
2: drink in Spain. Have you seen that man standing in the rain with an umbrella? Well, yes, but that's anomaly.
1: Would he drink
2: to- a Bobro in... San Sebastian. I mean, yes. be, beef, if you have not had yes. beef bovril at a yes. sporting
0: event, yeah. you've never lived. It's a, it's a cup of gravy, basically. Oh,
2: you do, you do, oh you're just snorty to me. <laughs> I, I, I lived in Spain for five years. <laughs> I can't drink that. But what work. is also true, and this is something we were talking well, about. What about chicken? This is
0: what we were talking about the weekend. There isn't press food. Journalists don't get fed, do they, Sid in Spain? And rightly no. so. No, oh, as no. opposed to England, there where are one you get or two grounds. Home.
2: How spread Oh Man City J- Although I have to say what? Julian wasn't, wasn't too enamoured with it But many f- Fussy Frenchmen Right but Anyway
1: <laughs> Chelsea Yeah, yeah. Nice of There's a good way Of <laughs> demonstrating this Alright And mm-hmm. that is To demonstrate the difference In cultures You go to a game At Real Madrid And there is no food ever Okay mm-hmm. In a league game until the Champions League comes around, and then they give you a bag of food, and it's of course because they've realised that the whole of Europe turns up and they expect food, and they don't give it to us every week. But when the rest of Europe comes, <laughs> they have to pretend that they're giving food out. Now I'm it's not like bringing out the good, food is the good, good. It's not and, and... exactly. It's, it's exactly that. Look, Nana's coming round for tea. Get the good cutlery out. It's just <laughs> but the press uh, it, rooms in the UK. Except, are, except, of course, they're not very good. And... Com- Compared to to Wembley or Arsenal or Chelsea, for example, wow. Yeah,
4: yeah. Don, where's the best place of food in the press box? Chelsea. Chelsea's amazing. West Ham's good. But West Ham's like basic, you know, like pork pies and sausage rolls, that sort of stuff. But Chelsea's like, I mean, honestly, I I consider going to Chelsea like (laughs) a slap-up meal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it's off go the charts It's amazing I'm going to the game now But yeah. the game's
1: not till ten o'clock Don yeah, No yeah. no I'm it a eat. Eat.
4: Now. Uh, yeah. I'll finish my dinner I'll have a trifle I'll have a little You know it's
2: Incredible nosh beforehand There you are Beautiful notch nosh at half time Yeah. Bit disappointing If they haven't got Anything after Well the other journalists Scurry away to get Some questions You can sit in there yeah, Wait for the traffic to go Perfect Man City Used to When I was going there But it's been ten years Big rolling buffet on a oh, Sunday. Nah. Sunday lunch. Oh, really? Oh, Sunday the lunch? Full, oh, <laughs> the, the ladies are in there carving it for you and all that, you oh, like. Oh, yeah. This is better than home. <laughs> and in Spain, it's a stale bocadillo. There you
0: go. <laughs> that was some ham and cheese. Oh, no. so, yeah, Bosh. not the right way. OK. Um, goodness, we've been off track slightly. Uh, Valt Vekors, over under five Premier League goals for United,
4: Don. From now to the end of the season? Yes. Under. Ah.
0: For Don, Potter's insistence with starting Mount has not paid off as he's in an attacking midfielder who struggles to create for his teammates. Is it time he places Mount on the bench for the next couple of games in favour of Felix, who made his name by being a great creator?
4: (sighs) Listen, I think Mason Mount is the least of Graham Potter's worries. The least of his worries. Play them together. Two good players. He's got an injury list as long as your arm. I think the last count, I think, was 11. First-team players injured. If you're getting Xao Felix in playing... By the way, am I I the only one here that thinks this doesn't make sense where Atletico Madrid and Digio Simeone is letting Xao Felix go but bringing Depay in? Felix is a better player than Depay and then good luck with playing Memphis Depay at left-back. Yeah, but Simeoni hates... Yeah, they don't the get on, don't they? And by the
2: way, your eyes are getting worse. Did you see yourself well, no, reading that I mean, question there? What's he going what to you say
4: mean? to Memphis to party? Can you can play you, on you the left-hand side for me? But can you make sure you uh, track all the way at left-back, please?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, no, you were reading the question you were holding it like that. Well, oh, that's why... It's
0: something. were so going like
2: that. Where's Mason Mount? Is he going to get... It's quite, going to get the it's, quite, it's quite... A,
0: it's quite a small font. Final, final uh, question. You've contact lenses, haven't you? I do have contact lenses, <laughs> you need yes. To change them. Where's Mason Mount? Can I, can I, I get this I bit get That's an improvement. <laughs> Should I do that? show? <laughs> well, well, ask me a question. <laughs> ask me a question. <laughs> Who would win a two-on-two game? Dan and Craig or Don and Sid? <laughs> <laughs> well, Who's filtering these Sid. questions? Sid. <laughs> ah, dear, it, Sid. Yeah. Sid! Do you remember when we Donna last Sid, time played? We'd we'd find, we'd last time we played, I
2: tell you what, you'd be a nightmare teammate. You last time I played yeah. football with
0: Sid was yeah. just before your wedding on the
2: beach, Sid, and I burnt myself hold horribly on, on. that day. You said get married on the beach. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> what colour? What colour? What colour? I know the brides. What colour? He wasn't wearing shorts, was he? No, he wasn't. We were all in pale no, when we so said it. was, was all. It was no. all. Was he holding a black umbrella? It was.
1: <laughs> so no. no, 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 no. Umbrella? <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know if this is this is the kind of thing I shouldn't be saying. I shouldn't be saying on TV. But we were all in pale. You're thinking of Eric's wedding. Oh no, yeah, that Yeah, Yeah, But you, but you did wear. I, th- I, 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 I hesitate to say this, Dan, but I'm gonna say it. I believe you wore the same suit to my wedding as you wore to Eric's. So you were in Definitely. pale, but I'm not sure Ooh, about everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I
2: yeah, I just, what's, what's wrong with you today? What? Have you got anything right today? What do you mean? You don't, you're, you're at the wrong wedding now. No, I'm at the same wedding. I was wearing the same thing. I was just thinking about oh, Of course you're wearing the same thing. You're you. Sid's wedding. So, hold right, we, on. We, was... we had to wait
0: for like five hours to eat. Everyone was very angry, Why? weren't they, Sid? The end of what, it. you have Bovril? <laughs> no, I don't know. He went off to get yeah. his photos done on the beach show romantic with Claire. Oh. And everyone just sat there going, we are hungry, we are thirsty, we need to move on. Oh,
1: there, was, there was a big trap. There was a big traffic jam on the road and we couldn't get back. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: everyone just started. and everyone was waiting for us to eat, yeah.
2: Hundred degrees. I tell you what though, you must have been
0: desperate for guests. Said right, make up the numbers. It's like the Oscars. <laughs> get people in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sit down when yeah. others are up. Anybody
2: British here? <laughs> just to film
1: you know, the right, charged me a fiver to come as well.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good, good. Couple. Did you behave yourself? For the whole day? Of course
0: I did. Of course I did.
2: Um, Sid was good
0: at foot. You broke your leg though, Sid, wasn't it? Ruined your career? What,
1: at the wedding? Oh, sorry, not at the wedding, I didn't. Right, that would have been really going to. Um, I, I did break my leg. I did break my leg. <laughs> to that. No, no, no. I was going down the aisle and her mum put a leg out and tripped me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even this. Nice.
2: <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, married yeah, my yeah, daughter. So so you can do better than him. General, we, we still have enough <laughs> shit. <off here. Can't. laughs> we still have
0: enough <laughs> <off. sing> <laughs> Oh dear! All right. Is he a brain surgeon? (laughs) No, no. Oh, he's a doctor. No, not real one. He was on doctor Excuse me. Excuse me. I've been on University Challenge. Yes, exactly. He's got his own podcast. You (laughs) know that point. (laughs) Oh right. Okay. (laughs) Don looks angry.
4: Don, Don, what's up? Don, 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 come on, man. I want to go home. home. It's the longest show I've ever done. (laughs) It's the longest <laughs> show I've ever done. What a long. <laughs> We've still got another segment after this, time because we're pre-recording extra what? time for I've seat. been here for four hours. And look, you know what's worse? You know what's worse? I'm looking at a camera and I can't see you my monitor's gone down. It went oh, down two hours ago. So I'm actually I'm looking goal. at myself. <laughs> so I'm talking to you so and I'm first looking at myself. In history.
3: Don't,
1: don't, don't be happy. That's the first time in history I... anyone has ever said they can't see Dan and it's worse. It's, it's much, much better. I can't. It's much better. But Sid,
4: I'm talking <laughs> to myself.
2: What? I'll tell you what, Don, the, the next segment that we're going to have to do is going to be real fun. It's going
0: you. to be long. It's going to, it's be, going long. to be long, don't it's
2: worry. It's definitely going to be long, now. Yeah, definitely. We're going to, make it we're long. Going to
0: break down the whole of Charlton. Uh, <laughs> that is it. We are done. ESPNFC is back on your screens tomorrow. Focus will turn uh, to the Spanish Super Cup, Real Madrid in action, plus on uh, Manchester City are playing Southampton in the Carabao Cup.